Hey, this week on Test Blog, we're interviewing Chris. He's an artist, graphic designer, uh, tattoo slash graffiti guy. I don't know. Um, you probably see his art around here and there. Um, he's done some stuff with vans and a couple other things. Currently living in Malaysia. Kind of cool. And uh, chat with him for a little while. Uh, I'm going to throw up some stuff before the interview starts. And thanks for watching Test Blog. How the heck are you, sir? Pretty good, pretty good. And all of these considered, you know, the pandemic and everything. But yeah, how is uh, how are things there? Are they crazy? Shut up, closed. Uh... Uh, so, like for the last almost two months now, we've been on like a partial lockdown where you okay. can't you can't travel between states. So, like the way, right. uh, like Kuala Lumpur is where I live, like in the city center, and that's considered a state. And then they're like, if I go 30 minutes from here or whatever, like on the train, then you go into another state, oh, almost gotcha. like going to a suburb really, but they call them states here. So, but, so you're okay. not allowed to travel between states, but you can travel within your state and everything is open, but they have like limit, like you're not allowed to have so many people inside restaurants or so many people okay. inside places. And over here, nobody makes a big deal about it. But like, we're back home, right. everyone will be like, "My freedom!" <laughs> you know, like because yeah. we know it's going away. Whenever I mean, it's only like this right. while the pandemic is happening. So actually, this week they're supposed to announce whether or not they're going to lift the travel restrictions, which I kind of hope. I really hope they do because I I've been apprenticing at a ta my, one of my best friends' tattoo shops here, oh, and nice. it's I have to go through uh three states or two states to get there it's a 45 minute train ride so i've been stuck at home <laughs> during that time but it's all right been painting painting a bunch well drawing yeah, catch up on some of the artwork project yeah not bad so. all right well that's a good segue uh get into art a little bit how did you get started were you a drawer as a kid uh yeah i mean i've been into I've been, I mean, I've loved drawing since I was a little kid, since like kindergarten, as early as I can remember. I was really into art and drop probably from like copying children's books. Like I really loved Dr. Seuss and like where okay. the wild things are and uh, 
Maurice, I mean, uh, not Maurice, uh, Shel Silverstein books, like uh, Light in the Attic and all those books, you know? Uh, When I was a kid, I remember getting those and, like, trying to emulate how he drew and all of that. Yeah. But especially Dr. Seuss really got, you know, I love all. Well, I mean, everything I've seen of yours, I'm trying to think if I've seen realistic artwork from your stuff. No. It's all, it's all imagination yeah no I'm, yeah. I'm, i i mean I, in high school i took like ap art and stuff and then i took i would i only went to a little bit of school i'm mostly a self-taught i went to a little bit of community college and there i had to do some life drawing and stuff but i always hated it and always yeah. just gravitated towards doing my own thing and but yeah since i was a little kid really and then also comic books like i was really big into comic books as a kid so uh and i like comic books like the max that was my oh, favorite yeah. comic book Sam as a Keith kid. Is amazing. Yes, yeah, for sure. So that was also like huge influence. Uh, all those. Man, I knew there uh, was more things I liked about you. <laughs> yeah, I, have, I actually have a, the, the first Max over here up on, on the nice. wall. This one, one the of my first favorites. thing I ever came across your artwork was for something I was looking up. Um, somebody was going to moving to Mexico. And I was looking up tacos or animated pictures of tacos. Okay. The animated gift <laughs> or came something? Across, yeah. You saw, well, it wasn't an animated gift. I was making um, almost like the alien antennas, but with tacos on the ends of them. Okay. And so I was just looking like for cute pictures of tacos. And that's how I originally I came across your art. <laughs> that's and, awesome. Uh, yeah. That's cool. And from then on, just has loved loved everything. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm originally from Texas, so I always throw a little bit of tacos in my tacos in my stuff, and uh, that makes more sense. Now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then when I got older, I also I got I was a graffiti writer, so I got really into graffiti. So that's gotcha. also a huge influence on my work. So the cartoon, yeah. the comic books, and cartoon stuff when I was a kid, and then as I got older, painting graffiti, so uh, was a huge influence. That's why I do murals and stuff as well with my work. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Where was art part of your family, or do you have other brothers and sisters that are into art? Or? No, not at all. Uh, I have I have one sister, and she's not artistic at all. And I, yeah. I actually grew up like pretty rough, I'd say. Like my parents were both addicts and stuff. And I think for me, art was like a form of escape, really from like oh, okay. from like all the nasty stuff at home. You know, I yeah, get lost yeah, in comic that. books and drawing and yeah. and all that, or like you know being creative in whatever way also legos when i was a kid i was a huge lego fan whatever whatever i could do to be creative and kind of escape so yeah 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 it's it's funny how uh sometimes uh fantasy worlds are some of the best worlds for sure yeah yeah (laughs) make up a little alternate reality (laughs) yeah yeah um so you started in texas where'd you go to from there well so i actually i grew up in upstate new york in syracuse and then oh, okay. and Syracuse in a city called Oswego, right on Lake Ontario. And then I moved to Texas when I was six, 16. And oh, right. I lived in Dallas. And then right after high school, I moved to Austin. That's quite a change from uh, New York to, da- to yeah. Dallas area. Yeah, it was a huge, huge change. At the time, I was really like against that. I was not happy about it. But uh, my grandparents lived there. And things were pretty oh, bad okay. off with, with my mom. So she, yeah. they came and got us. And we moved to Texas. And uh, actually, I'm glad we did now, now that looking yeah, back. But I think that was right. And then, uh, yeah, so I moved in Dallas. And then uh, after high school, I used to sing in like hardcore bands and like punk bands and stuff. And yeah. uh, this band that I sang in, we moved to Austin together. And then I lived in Austin okay. for 
That's where I lived yeah, until moving overseas in for a while. What's that? There's a pretty good scene in Austin for for a while. Yeah, yeah, Austin was a good good music scene. Yeah, yeah especially when I was there in the early 2000s. So I graduated yeah. high school in 2000 and moved in there in 2001. And I was there till 2012, and before we moved overseas, we moved to Korea. So nice. What what uh, brought Korea on? Uh, my partner is an international school teacher, so oh, okay. we moved there. And she was teaching at an international school in Seoul. Nice. And then from there, we lived there for a year, and then we moved to Vietnam, to Ho Chi Minh City. Then yeah. we were there for three years, and then we moved to Tel Aviv for two. And now we've been here for two and a half years in Kuala Lumpur. Okay. It's been yeah. a pretty awesome and journey. It's funny, too, each of those areas have such a... a different art scene and art like influence background it's i'm sure it's influenced a lot of your stuff yeah it's been um, pretty pretty cool to experience uh, all these different places and the different art scenes and the and I, did um how where did the tattooing come in uh so my best friend here uh he's a really really good tattooer and uh he, he owns a shop here and he uh I'd all, I've actually always wanted to learn. I mean, I've covered in tattoos and it's been something yeah. that I've always been interested in. And then uh, actually with the coronavirus and everything, that kind of destroyed everything I had going on for my art stuff. So, uh, yeah, I asked him if he'd be willing to apprentice me and teach me as a just another. I mean, I've always been interested in it anyways. And then also it's a backup for for my art stuff. I can tattoo and, and do my, my art. So. Right. Uh, yeah, so it just seemed like it made sense. So, I mean, tattooing is obviously on the newer end of this. Before this, what was your favorite favorite medium to work in? What Ooh, was your favorite? Hard to say. I mean, I really love doing murals a lot. I love doing public art, painting giant murals and spray paint. And, yeah. But then I also really love painting like gouache. I paint with gouache gotcha. and uh, uh, watercolor. So uh, yep. that's my probably my they're so different they're two very different things like yeah. spray painting is fun and i you know i love doing like giant giant works on walls and painting with in the public and stuff but painting in the studio with just some music on and getting like totally lost in the painting and it's just a different two different experiences but those are my two favorites so, yeah nice um a pretty common theme it seems through most of your art is a a kind of a, a, a I call them jelly jelly brains or jelly heads. Oh yeah, the um, jelly heads. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have a better name for them? I yeah, don't know. that's actually exactly what I call them as well. The right. jelly heads. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's a lot of it's kind of an, an encapsulated world a lots of times in those too. Like it's not just like a skull inside of it. It's sometimes it's you know a whole other scene going on. What what kind of where was that coming from? Where's that? So the, some of you are escaping. The, yeah, like the first time that. Well, a lot of my work just revolves around like imagine, like um, imagination, or right. you know, being inside this imagination. And I had the idea of what would it be like if you could look at somebody and see inside their imagination. So I wanted to do like a translucent head where you could see the skull inside, and I like the idea of having like a regular skull with like. Right. human teeth and then the cartoon face that does not match the skull at all. and then you could see the imagination inside and then some of them like the character will be holding like a sketchbook and then right. a, the character from the imagination is popping out of the head so it's kind of like as he draws the imagination comes 
to life. It's nice. another concept. Nice. Um, have what what type of collaborations and stuff have you been able to to do with some of your artwork? Because I know you get around a little bit. Yeah, uh, I've done stuff with uh, Vans. I've done stuff with Converse, uh, Universal Studio uh, Music. Uh, I've done nice. some stuff with them. Um, uh, uh, a couple other uh, like beer brands. I've done stuff with like craft brew beer brands, clothing brands, some children clothing companies, uh, a lot of different stuff. But yeah, yeah it's been been cool. A lot of mural work, um, ice cream shops, and <laughs> everything you can think of. Yeah, scooter store. Uh, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to to be able to do a lot of you know work with a lot of different kind of companies and. Yeah. Have you ever uh, ventured into like the 3D realm or the computer like, 3D or? Uh, I I try actually I tried to download I downloaded Blender and I tried it once oh. and it was so hard for me like all the math involved and everything and I I, yeah. I I tried to just do a tutorial to make like this alarm clock and it didn't really quite look right and it was so time consuming that I I kind of gave up on it. I was like, I don't know if I could do this, but it is something that I'd be interested in. I mean, I really want to make a toy at some point. So I just, yeah. I mean, I thought about, uh, I actually talked to my friend, you know, Theodore, Theodore, Sounds familiar. Uh, let me see. I'll show you. Hold on. Have you seen this before? Oh yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. So he's a friend of mine in uh, in uh, Vienna, and uh, okay. Uh, so he's not an, an excellent. Uh, oh yeah. Three D render, and uh, yeah. I actually talked to him about uh, rendering my character for me, hiring him to okay. do it, and then uh, try to make toys. But yeah. But it's, I mean, I've looked into it. and It's so expensive and everything. It's a big investment and a big jump. So I'm still yeah. trying to decide what, whether or not. What to, what to do with that but i do well, want to do yeah, it especially if you're having somebody else do the work it it tends to really get pricey i mean it's pricey enough even if you're you know casting your own stuff but yeah to have somebody else do it is and I, i've messed around with sculpt sculpting and stuff but nothing turned because i'm not experienced with it it all right. always doesn't quite turn out how i want it to turn like i'm not happy enough to share it or post it so gotcha yeah yeah but but yeah, I mean, I'm actually, I have a, a solo exhibition. Uh, we'll hope we, with the pandemic, we're, we keep, we're not sure when we're going to do it, but the gallery, I have a gallery that represents me here in Asia and we're planning to do a solo show uh, next year, probably at the end of the year, okay. if things are back to normal. And then we'll- in Malaysia? Yeah, it's actually, she, the owner is based here in Malaysia, but she, the, the gallery's in Vietnam, it's in Ho Chi Minh. Oh, okay. So I've worked with her since I lived there. And normally she takes my stuff all year round to all these big art fairs and, and all around Asia. Uh, yeah. And so this year everything's been canceled, which has been rough, but gives me time to work on a bunch of new stuff for a solo show. And uh, we're gonna start it in Saigon and try to show it all around Asia. And, uh, but part of that was hopefully to try to make a, figure to go with the show but nice. we'll see nice. we'll see so. um so then where wh what would you say the expanse of your art has been have you been able to go and tag things like all over the country now or uh like uh 
doing murals and stuff well person even like personally like just as a like uh, i got a tag in here in russia i gotta oh <laughs> uh, yeah 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 i mean i've done uh i've painted in so many places uh, vietnam yeah. korea uh call and poor course uh israel uh thailand hong kong yeah all over spain uh yeah i've been able to paint like all over which nice. has been pretty awesome that's the fun thing yeah. about graffiti is even if you're not hired for something you can leave your you can leave some art right right wherever <laughs> yeah it's funny enough detroit um good gosh almost 20 years ago and that's where i kind of really started uh, watching different graffiti artists and stuff like that because at that point especially downtown detroit was just just shambles yeah but some of the some of the artwork there was just amazing yeah yeah so, I, uh, you know i have some friend i have a friend that lives there one of the people from my graffiti crew actually and yeah i mean especially nowadays like you can on the past however many years 15 20 years or you can just yeah. paint anyway. wherever yeah exactly yeah. yeah actually funny enough tel aviv was like that especially well, in the neighborhood okay. that i lived in it was like it was kind of awesome it was very unexpected but you, you could yeah. paint in the middle of the day and like yeah. if you're painting something nice the cops would just drive yeah. by and wave at you <laughs> like yeah. they didn't i've never experienced something like that before because here in Kuala Lumpur it's not so easy as, as it was there like and there i would paint like all the time on the street because it was yeah. just amazingly easy yeah, that's gotta that's gotta be a freeing and also amazing to be able to hone your skill in something like that where you can you don't have to worry about running every twenty minutes or yeah you know yeah for sure yeah well in the states we would, uh, a lot of if, like you we would paint under train or under train bridges or under yeah. just under underpasses or anywhere where there's a bridge like if there's like a creek or something usually if right. you were to go underneath those they'll be covered in like really nice graffiti yeah. pieces. Cause that, that's kind of the go-to spot to practice. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because growing up, up in Orlando, it was, it was not, I mean, yes, technically it's illegal most places, but Orlando was the most ridiculous as far as like curfews and cops just had nothing better to do. So if you were out skateboarding in a you know place past nine o'clock, you know, they're already sending you home and, you know, wanting to write you up and stuff. And uh, so yeah. just, I've never been to Florida, but it doesn't seem like such a good, good spot. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, Disney's Disney. You know, I have some good friends there, but yeah, I have no other reason why I would ever go back there other than that. Where are you based now again? I'm in Seattle. Oh, okay. Awesome. I love Seattle. Yeah. Seattle's a great city. Yeah. I don't know how much longer I can afford to live here, but it is a great place to live. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotten expensive, huh? Yeah. How long have you been it's, there? Um, Going on 12 years now. Oh, okay. Do you ever go yeah. to a flat color gallery? I don't think it's around anymore, but it's an art gallery called Flat Color. A friend of mine, this guy Pars, hmm. he uh, he's a graffiti writer. He owned it. Okay. But I, I showed there before. And, uh, nice. It's a cool gallery. It was a lot of like graffiti artist type yeah. work and street art stuff. So. Yeah, there was a there was a real really good one in Capitol Hill. I can't remember what the name of it was though. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> But um, there, it is nice that uh, art is appreciated here. I mean, still, you can't go tag anything you want to tag, but um, it is. there are a lot of communities where they have wall murals that they'll allow people to do. 
um, there by the college, there's been different houses that were like closed down because they were condemned and they just let people tag them for, you know, okay. for as long as. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, I love that city. really appreciated here. Yeah, it's one of my favorite cities. I've been there three times and it's one of my favorite cities in the, yeah. in the U.S. It's changing a lot. Um, it's It's very quickly turning into San Francisco as far as economy wise. Uh, Sounds like Austin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, Austin kind of changed in the same way. Yeah, yeah. But it's still. I mean, I love the weather here. I love the climate here. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How uh, how how much you got air conditioning bl blasting where you're at? Uh, you're pretty at much all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, quite tropical here. So. Yeah. It's very hot and humid. We only have two uh, two weathers: hot and humid, hot, humid, and rainy. So, yeah, yeah. It's funny because I've been to quite a few places over in that direction, but I've never been that far close to the equator. Like I haven't been to Malaysia. I haven't been to I've been to Thailand. You know, but that's still quite a bit northern northern from where you are. Uh, it's right above. Thailand's right above us. So it, it yeah. depends on where where in Thailand you went. But actually, I think the weather's quite similar to Thailand. Yeah, uh, it's pretty pretty tropical and hot where, where in thailand did you go um i started in um i'm getting my cities messed up um i ended in phuket where did i start flew into the big city into uh, um, bangkok into bangkok yeah. yeah and i was there for two or three days and then went up north to chiang mai chiang mai yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I love yeah. Thailand. Thailand's uh, a yeah. beautiful country. A huge, there's a huge like four-story toy store there in uh, Bangkok that I spent basically the whole day in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of like I I do I, a lot of my stuff that I follow or a lot of stuff that I've been working on lately is uh, bootleg action figures and stuff. Oh, cool, so, awesome. Um. That's kind of where I've I've been. Anywhere I go, I try to find. You know, obviously you have like Japan, where you have that whole whole area is just the mecca of toys. Yeah. <laughs> and, but um, it's funny going to each country and seeing what their like niche on it is too. Yeah. Uh, much yeah. like the art scene, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. What what uh, um, what kind of stuff did you end up picking up over there? Well. I'm usually still on a pretty good budget. So a lot of the art toys are expensive no matter where you go to, you know. So yeah, of course. Um, I am still enough into anime that there's a lot, enough anime stuff around that I can find usually something that I'll, I'll pick up that way. And then my, my biggest weakness is Chewbacca. I, uh, I have a huge uh, Chewbacca collection. So any anytime I can find anything from other countries that's Chewbacca related, I usually try to pick up something like that. Oh, that's um, cool. Star Wars in general is an interest, but I, I try not to spend because you could collect forever if you just collected Star Wars. For so sure, I yeah. I try to limit it. Um, you watching the new uh, Mandalorian series? Love it, man. No, it's so love good. It. It's so good. I feel like that's brought new life to Star Wars, which is good. So yeah, yeah. How um? So you've been there for two years, you say? Um what is now they speak they speak english for the most part yeah i mean it used, so it used to be uh, it was colonized by england 
So right. everyone speaks English here, actually. And yeah. it's a mix of cultures here. So there's like a huge Indian population, a huge native mm-hmm. Malay population, and then a huge Chinese Malay population. And right. so there's three languages being spoke, Chinese, Malay, and then uh, and so and then so then everybody speaks English between the three. So gotcha, gotcha. And so everywhere you go, everyone speaks English. So yeah. How is I know in some of the Asian countries, uh, tattoos and stuff are very not Taboo. accepted or not yeah. encouraged. How is the influence there? So here, actually, it's very Western here. Very Western. Mm-hmm. Like, like this is the first place I've lived where, like, I told you, I'm, like, I used to sing in, like, hardcore band stuff. There's a huge hardcore yeah. punk scene here. You got DIY nice. punk scene. Uh, yeah. There's a lot, it's a lot of like, you go to the grocery store here and the grocery store is almost like back home. So yeah. there's a lot, it's very westernized here uh, in a lot of ways, a lot of but it's or... also mo- a Muslim country. So oh, yeah, yeah. it's uh, like the, the Malay are Muslim. So, and that's, mm-hmm. but not everybody, like I told you, there's a huge Indian population, a huge Chinese population. Right. So not everybody is Muslim, but so there's like one set of laws for the Muslim population and another set of laws for everybody else. So it is a big mix, but like tattoos, as far as like culturally it's for the uh, Malay, it's illegal. It's not, or it's not, not illegal, technically not, not illegal, practiced. but also not, yeah, not okay. But uh, exactly. for, for like, but Chinese and Indian people all have, a lot of people have tattoos, not everyone, but a lot of huh. people have tattoos. And yeah. so it's quite, quite common not to maybe not to be as covered heavily tattooed as i am but like right. but like I, the guys i work with are pretty really super heavily tattooed and stuff and yeah and it's and then you also have borneo like everybody from borneo which is also part of malaysia uh and they're like tattooing is part of the culture like you know borneo oh, right, tattoo, right. more of a tribal the tribal tattooing like one of the guys i work for yeah. or i work with is is from there and uh but like so like tattoo yeah so tattoos aren't aren't such a big deal here as compared to say uh korea or japan right but even there i think the attitudes are starting to change with being younger yeah it seems like it is yeah like i had a friend in korea who owned a tattoo shop and they had to hide they had to hide their tattoo shops and stuff like it all had to be like underground and like kind of hidden and uh because you have to have they had a law this ridiculous law that uh, you have to have a doctor's medical license to tattoo, yeah. which like who's going to get a medical license to tattoo, right. you know? So, but, but yeah, in Vietnam also, it's, it's, it's not as looked down upon in Vietnam. A yeah. lot of people have tattoos. I have a bunch of friends there who are tattooers, actually really good ones. And, uh, there, well, but, but some people star. think you're a gangster still like, it's right, like maybe yeah. if you're like super, super local person who, who right. isn't like maybe know so much about the world and tattooing and stuff. Uh, yeah. People will be like, they'll think you're, it's gangster related. Even here a little bit, some people, some people can be that way. Uh, right. Or they'll think you're rich <laughs> because yeah. tattoos are expensive. So if you're covered in tattoos, you must yeah. be, be really rich. Right. Yeah. But. You're rolling with um, Beckham and stuff like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So well, this is a good, actually a good question then. So obviously tattoo culture has exploded here in the States. Um, do you think it's reached its apex or do you think it's going to just get even more, like more out there? I don't know. I mean, for me, so to me, like I have a weird, a weird, like 
I kind like I started getting tattooed when I was 18 or in 2000 right. and it was still pretty taboo, you know, like yeah. especially in Texas, you know, or whatever, like where, right. I, I mean, it's, it's cool. It's kind of nice that it's not, not as taboo and it's good for tattooers and make more money and stuff. But, but also kind of miss that not everybody ha- has them or whatever. And it's not yeah. like, and like the TV shows and all that stuff. Yeah. I think it's pretty awful. Like I, I really don't like a lot of that kind of stuff. So, but I mean, as far as the art form, I mean, it could probably, I mean, it always can grow and change, yeah. I guess, but I'm really, I like traditional tattoo tattoos right, personally. Right. It's stylistically is my thing. I kind of, I, I prefer that, but, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess who knows where it can go and everything, which is, but I, I think there's good and bad with it being so popular and it not. And, but like, I, I wonder if in 10 years, if the tattoo remo- removal business will be like the business to have. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, actually, tattoo removal is right, right now, unless they come up with some new technology, it is it's, yeah. way more painful than getting the tattoo. And it doesn't yeah. even always work. You, the laser right. thing, you have to like, yeah, you have to laser your tattoo sometimes like five times or something. Like you laser it and then you come back in like six months and then laser again and then come back yeah. in six months and laser again and and yeah, then over time like it breaks the ink down. It's like exploding the ink under your skin. It's such yeah, a- yeah. It's it's pretty gnarly. It's it's supposed to hurt really bad. I haven't gotten it done, but I've heard it's it hurts really really bad. So yeah. <laughs> anyone out there who's thinking about getting a tattoo and thinking they remove it later, it's not really how it works. <laughs> well, You're better off to those- lighten it a little bit with some lasers and then go over it again. If you yeah. want to, if you're not happy with it, just lighten it and put something new on top. Your chances of actually removing it, removing it aren't very good. Yeah. They have those uh, printable ones now that are actually pretty convincing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Being someone who's been gotten tattooed since I was 18, I definitely have tattoos that I've gotten covered up or whatever. And, <laughs> and part of the reason I have so many tattoos is I have a lot of friends who are tattooers, like coming from yeah. graffiti a lot of graffiti oh, yeah. writers become tattooers because it's kind yeah. of similar, bold outlines, everything. And so it, it makes sense. And uh, so I have a lot of tattoos from my friends. So I, I, yeah. I, I, a lot of them were free or whatever. So I didn't have to spend all that, all the money that you have to invest into it. But uh, do you got lucky uh, in that do way? You, <laughs> do you uh, fall into the, um, this guy only does this sleeve or this guy only does, you know, th- this part of my work. No, or... I kind of collect, I, for me, all my, a lot of my tattoos, it's like, it's like I said, all my friends are tattooers. So I, I like collecting artwork from my friends. So yeah. a lot of my tattoos are like different pieces from different friends or, or gotcha. whatever. And some, some, some of them are just artwork. I like from my friend. Some of them are memories from places, especially since we've been traveling now overseas for a while. I have like, I have this crab that I got, uh, one of my friends was visiting he's a tattooer and he tattooed me yeah. and uh, five of my other friends who every Tuesday in Vietnam we would go eat crab on the street together and oh, it was nice. coming to the end of the of me living there so we all got matching crab tattoos to commemorate nice. our time there and so I have tattoos like that as well that mean that yeah. mean something or I just got a tattoo of my cat recently who passed away uh, yeah <laughs> so it's spaz she was 18 she lived a long life and she lived yeah. with us in all these different countries. She's she oh, got wow. a pretty pretty good pretty good life for a cat. So, but yeah, yeah. I commemorated her with a tattoo. So some of them are, are have meaning and stuff, and some of them are like, yeah, like you said, flaming skull. <laughs> just 
punk rock tattoos or whatever that I got that I liked at the time or whatever. And even those, like, even if I'm not so into like that anymore, I still like it. It was a time in my life or memory or whatever. It's okay. You know? Yeah. 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 I have, I have plenty of t-shirts that I've hung on to and tried to like sew back together and stuff like that from, you know, bad brain shows and stuff. Yeah, man. Actually I have a, a, a blanket my uh amber sent off a bunch of my old t-shirts that wouldn't fit me anymore because i my old old age got got chubby and i uh yeah. <laughs> I, she I, she I, sent I, them off to a place you talk about. Blanket. <laughs> yeah so i have a little punk shirt blanket <laughs> nice yeah yeah it sounds uh, like we kind of um, came up in a similar kind of way skateboarding punk rock yeah yeah um toys i, think I, got a, I might have a couple years on you i'm i'm 45 okay yeah, i'm 39 i just turned 39 actually on the 17th yeah. uh so but doesn't mean that i wasn't you know into the same stuff yeah I, uh, I was much more um east coast as far as punk than i was west i never got into the whole surf vibe i mean don't get me wrong everybody loves a little circle jerks here and there and a little uh you know yeah <laughs> but uh east coast was much more my scene just because i lived on that side so those would be the people that would come down and tour and they would hit georgia and once in a while pop into orlando but usually i would have to go to like up into atlanta or i'd have to go into the pensacola area to catch shows yeah because they wouldn't go all the way south there's some and uh i would head over to you <laughs> yeah that's cool yeah there's some uh, uh there's actually a few florida bands are there's a band you know asshole parade have you ever heard, heard of them? them? Yeah. 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 They're yeah. from Florida. I really like them a lot. But, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny um, just because I don't travel in those circles so much anymore. Um, but you can hear like a resurgence of styles a little bit and a little resurgence of um, what's going on in the world is causing that to re reestablish itself. You know, there's a lot of things going on right now that a lot of people are pretty upset with so a lot of that yeah. music is starting to really kind of show up again yeah yeah which is cool i mean when whenever yeah. bad stuff happens uh good art happens <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> realistically yeah people have to express themselves somehow <laughs> yeah yeah um have you found yourself over the years i mean obviously your skills have been honed and stuff like that but have you found yourself reverting back to any like things you used to draw, like trying to redo them or. Uh, actually recently I was looking at a bunch of my old paintings that I did when I first started trying to paint with like watercolors and stuff. Cause I did my, yeah. I, like I said, I did graffiti. Like I was really into graffiti for a long time and I always kind of like doodled characters and stuff, but I never really tried to do anything with them. I just painted letters. And then I met uh, my partner and she encouraged me to try to paint them. And uh, she gave me watercolors and stuff. And this was in 2009. So that first okay. time I ever did a watercolor painting was in 2009. And I just got obsessed with it. So I, I kind of, I have an obsessive personality. If I get into something, I get like yeah. super into it. And so I have some paintings from back then that I really like the characters and concepts that I kind of, I think I'm thinking about redoing them. Uh, especially nice. for this, this new series of paintings I'm doing for this solo show i'm thinking about bringing some of that into that but be pretty cool look forward to that yeah um what as far as do you have i mean i suppose what's available for you there is different completely than what's available for here as far as art supplies and oh actually like the that. that's another thing about Mal like malaysia is like 
amazing in that way that you have everything like the art okay. store here is insane like that it has a there's a huge art store at the mall called art friend and it yeah. has everything in the world that you could you could need the only thing that i can't get here is this uh acrylic gouache that i use i don't know if you've ever seen this or use it it's whole oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. whole vine acrylic gouache you can there's one art store that has it but they only sell it in these sets that has like oh. all the basic colors, which I don't, yeah. I don't need. So if I need, whenever I need to get more gouache, I have to order it online, which isn't that big of a deal. But everything else you can get here. But wait, when I was in Vietnam, the art store was like, like in a like a, one of those storefronts with like a garage door, and you yeah. go in and everything is just like in boxes on the floor. Everything is like it's not like a legit art store, you know. So right. there it was a lot, a lot, a lot more tough or, or like. Uh, Korea had decent art stores too, but but also yeah. you couldn't get everything that I needed. But here the well, art stores see, are amazing. So I could see Korea also being like weirdly expensive for that stuff. Yeah, it was like, ex it was expensive, <laughs> and actually, and Tel Aviv was very expensive. Everything huh. there was expensive though. Like yeah. a beer at, at the bar will be like t uh, ten bucks. So Yeesh. yeah, it was it's crazy. The cost How is uh, drinking? drinking there with the kind of pseudo muslim influence so that the uh yeah they have a tax on alcohol here so um it's a little more expensive than say thailand or vietnam where like you oh, know right. in vietnam you could drink drink a beer on the street for 50 cents or whatever you know right, right. but like here it's not that way here it'll be the would be closer to the prices back home which okay but like as compared to like everything else the cost of living here it's fine. Yeah. It's whatever. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind to pay like the regular price, you know? Yeah. When you're paying $3 for a good meal. Exactly. Yeah. For a beer is no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> and the local food here is amazing too, actually. Uh, yeah. the, with the mix of cultures, like you have the Malay food, you can get amazing Chinese food, you can get amazing Indian food. So you get like everything. And then there's a lot of Western food here because of the Western influence as well. But yeah. Is it a spicier? palette there or spicy yeah like oh, the malay yeah. food is spicy yeah a lot really of some sambal and stuff so yeah. okay yeah but and a lot of it has little malay food not all of it but a lot of it has an little anchovies in it which i don't like oh i don't i don't mess gotcha. with anchovies too yeah. too salty yeah well yeah i guess uh, yeah fishing uh is gonna be part of their culture so i guess that's where that's coming in yeah yeah, I don't think I'm trying to think if I've ever eaten because I don't think Malay don't food's think very eaten. common outside of yeah. Malaysia. Like uh, no. I had never. I mean, well, I'm sure there's some similar stuff here and there, you know. But <laughs> yeah, but before moving here, or before moving to the area, I mean, we when we lived in Vietnam, we visited here and stuff. But I had never even thought of yeah. Malaysia. I think it's a place that's very overlooked. Like like really, people are coming to Asia on a trip. They'll go to Thailand and yeah. Cambodia and Vietnam or maybe to hit Laos or something, but they, a lot of people skip yeah. Malaysia or don't really think about it. But Well, and then there's also the whole, uh, how uneducated we are as far as Americans go, you know, as far as Travel. say Asia and it's, you yeah. know, it's like, Oh yeah. China or Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, I have, a uh, my sister's husband, uh, he's, 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 he's a prison guard and, uh, we don't really like click really, you know, but he, he, no matter where we've lived, we come home. So how, how's it in China? And I'm like, we don't, 
live in China. I've told you this a lot of time. Like he just all of Asia is China to him. You know, it's like right. uh, <laughs> really confusing when they bring up like uh, um, any of the stuff going on in um, my brain's uh, the Indian countries and stuff like that, where a lot of that's all China or Asia also. Oh yeah. 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 Know, India and Pakistan completely blows their head. Yeah. 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 All of that. And even like the middle East is technically still Asia, you know, it's all Asia. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. When people think of a Asian, Asian people, they would think only people from China or Japan, but like actually yeah. Indians and everyone else, it's all Asia. It's all Asia. That's what I've liked about Seattle is there is quite a good mix of nationality here. I mean, especially with Microsoft and some of the tech companies, it's brought in even more. So you can get a pretty good selection of different varieties of food and stuff here. Um, and good quality, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Sure, you can get mall Chinese food also, but there's, you know, real Chinese places. There's real, you know, Thai places. There's real, you know, yeah. Filipino here. Too. Dallas is surprisingly <laughs> like that. Dallas is yeah I can see that uh, and, and my grandparents live in a city called Plano and it's super diverse there and you can get yeah. every kind of food which is pretty pretty cool yeah, yeah. that's one of the good things yeah, about was... the U.S. like the mix of cultures yeah. you can get all kinds of food and all yeah. kinds of experience I mean if you want to depending on where you are in the US. Right. but but yeah so um, yeah so it's it's been interesting seeing as far as um, where you've done some of your work i've seen you know just as far as basically i followed you through instagram you know a little bit here and there i'll i'll pop out if you have an external article i'll go and read that or something like that but i've been following you for probably i don't know about three years now oh, cool. as far as instagram goes um and i've always been really impressed with your stuff i i i Thank tend you. to lean towards the cartoony myself so it's it's always been enjoying seeing that part of your world um how are you as far as when you're collaborating with someone where they're not kind of in that cartoon verse that you're in? Is that something that you try to adjust your art a little bit or just kind of. So that's a hard thing. Like, like collaborating on murals and stuff. I think like that's one of the things I like the most about graffiti and stuff is like working. It's kind of cool that two different voices can work together and you, and you paint, you paint a wall and with styles and stuff though, I feel like it either really works or if you're speaking two different languages too much, it's yeah. just not going to work. And there's ways yeah. you can make it work, but you have to be able to like both mesh yeah. in that way, I guess. But, uh, for me, I kind of just do what I do. I don't try, I try not to like, I mean, I don't really change it. You don't want to step on toes, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, but I'll like, but like if if there's a way to try to make it work with someone else who's totally different, I'll maybe just maybe I would do the background and they if they're gotcha. gonna do or something like that where it's like not too contrasting or whatever. But but for the most part, I think most of the people I've collaborated with are more similar-ish to what I do, where we could speak gotcha. the same kind of language. But uh, but I think it's as fun. Long as long as you a, can kind of pull the same colors a lot of times too. That exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah a lot yeah if you use the same colors or do yeah do or like one person does one part like the background like yeah. i said or one person does this like it can work but yeah but it's fun that's one of the fun fun things about graffiti is collaboration aspect i think 
and you mentioned you got a show coming up um anything else we should be looking for from you or uh doing that um i'm just started to, uh just actually today i have a uh talk to a, a com this company i'm gonna start doing gifts animated gifts for which would be cool oh, okay um yeah now which is fun those are fun i've gotten really into making those recently especially with procreate being able to just okay. draw on the in the app or i don't know if you use do you use procreate at all or I've I've dabbled a little bit, not enough to do anything more with it, anything you know professional with it or anything. Yeah, I think it's it's pretty fun. It's amazing to be able to draw just straight on the iPad. I had a Wacom for a while, and I just could not yeah. like staring at the screen yeah, and then drawing down here. Dust back here. What's that? <laughs> I have one collecting dust. Yeah, back here. exactly. Like exactly. Like I bought one, and then I tried to use it like for a little bit, and then it just collected dust. I never used it. And with yeah. the iPad, it's amazing that now that we can just draw straight on or whatever. And so I've gotten really into making animated GIFs, and I post them on Giphy, and uh, I, got, I got someone to reach out to me, so they're going to nice. hire me to start doing GIFs with them, which is cool, yeah. which is just some much-needed work in these hard times. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, um, other than that, I'm just, yeah, I'm working on, uh, actually, I can show you, I'm working on this giant painting right oh, now. Sweet uh yeah and uh it's actually part of a triptych like a three giant paintings like this that'll make one big okay. painting uh yeah. doing that uh and i've also been in this downtime been working on finishing the, this comic that i've started a long time ago uh like a black and white uh just like a black and white comic just yeah, like yeah, yeah. my drawings yeah uh i've started it forever ago and it was always just a side project like work on it when i can and now I'm trying to take. I'm trying to remember. Did you throw up some color pages when the pandemic first started? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I've I've made comics in the past, like just strips, comic strips, yeah, and like color Maybe comic strips. But of. this is something different. This yeah. is just uh, black and white drawings, and uh, I think I might just keep it that way. Just keep them black and white. Yeah. And uh, no, I, I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, a bunch of the different artists that I follow all through like just some blank pages up for people to color and oh the coloring book yes I yeah. did do a coloring okay. book yeah 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 I did a digital coloring book uh yeah. when the when the pandemic started I thought it was something okay. fun to do and yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. but th yeah this one's like an actual like a comic book like a little story okay. like a weird yeah. weird little comic book but yeah I'm trying to force myself to finish projects that I haven't <laughs> but i never uh, finished yeah, it's, it's it's really easy to have too much downtime in this i mean that's kind of why i started this podcast was i've been unemployed since march and i just needed to start doing something and i follow all these amazing people and so i figured why not try to hear some of their story and hear you know let some other people kind of see the the cool stuff that i've been following for a while oh that's cool what were you yeah. doing for for work um, I was working, I was a manager at a restaurant in a hotel right by the convention center. Ah, uh, okay. So that got, yeah. That got so conventions actually stopped around December. Um, and then we shut down the restaurant by in February and it's just nothing since then. So, oh man, that's not, that's rough. Well, hopefully you get unemployment. It's yeah. okay. It's not terrible. <laughs> yeah. Taking time to focus on your, uh, action figures yeah i've been able to do some more art stuff um what kind of bootleg action out. figures are you making you said you're making bootleg action figures well uh let's see i'll do a little pre-reveal here so little things like uh i have a Ghidorah that i'm, oh, I'm nice. uh, 
and then uh, this will have are those shoes? Yeah, so it'll have Yoshi heads, and it'll be a three-headed Yoshi. You know. Oh, awesome! <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, very cool. Ah, uh, so um, you're just you're then, taking like uh, different toys and mashing them together, basically. Right. So I'm doing paint. that, but I'm also starting to play with where's my body? Um, some epoxy sculpt stuff, and just starting to like make my own like my own creatures. Oh, cool! You know. Yeah. A little focus. There. Okay, but yeah, like so, a little dinosaur dude. Yeah, yeah just cool. just learning to play with it. Really, I I never done a whole lot of sculpting growing up, um, and nothing for, as far as mold making goes. So this is a whole new venture to try to hone some of those skills. Oh, uh, very we'll cool. See. The the three headed Yoshi looks like it'll be pretty awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. a cool concept. That's a that's a good one. Yeah, um, well, Nintendo and Godzilla, how can you ever go wrong with Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. But and it's there's so much of that art toy stuff out there. It's 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 hard not to step on somebody's toes. So I, I'm constantly like, did somebody already do this? Is this an idea that, you know Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, well And even if I don't make mark even if I don't make money off it, at least I'm doing something with it. Yeah, I mean to me. Uh, personally with art and stuff like if if you go into it with like i'm doing this to make money then you're yeah. probably doing it yeah. for the wrong reasons and you should just just give up now because you're very lucky if you manage to make money from it like i feel very lucky that i've ma managed to make money from my art but i don't want ever want to let the quest to make money for it ruin making yeah. it you know what i mean like yeah. it's my it keeps me sane. This is my like, you know, like, like I, I think it's sad if you when when people like care too much or like, you know, I, I have friends who really care about or I have one friend in particular who cares a little bit too much about likes on Instagram and all. And like, am I getting? Am I, and it's like, man, who cares about that? It's a, the, a yeah, exactly. the, it's an algorithm and whatever. Like, maybe yeah. one post will get a lot of attention, maybe another one. It doesn't. Yeah. In the end of the day. It doesn't matter. Like tomorrow, Instagram, yeah. the internet could be gone forever. And right, exactly. Focus on what's important: the making of, of what you're doing. Enjoy what you're doing. You know, yeah. Have you, with any of your art, found stuff that, um, like, okay, I'll do this because this pays the bill and this allows me to do what I actually love? Is there something like that that you've kind of found a happy balance between? Or, um, I mean, I, I, I can also do graphic design stuff, so like logos and whatever else yeah. and like stuff like that. So like, yeah, I mean, I've done stuff like that that I don't necessarily enjoy as much just to make some money or whatever, which is fine. Yeah. And uh, But uh, for the most part, I've been very fortunate that a lot of the time, a lot of the work I've gotten is like people, they like, like what I do and they're like, hey, I want you yeah. to... We design a label for my beer company uh, yeah. that's just what you do. And I trust you do whatever you want or whatever, yeah, and, nice. which is very, I feel fortunate that I've had that, but then, but yeah, then sometimes of course, you know, I'll do stuff. I don't necessarily am as excited yeah. about, but yeah, that's a hard thing. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll make something and I'm super excited about it Yeah, and I'll post it and it'll be like, Oh, no one really cared about this thing. And yeah. another thing I'll post that I don't really like, and people are like, oh, this is yeah. awesome and great. And you're like, oh, okay. But, you know, at the same time, like, whatever. Like, it's, it's a, yeah. I try very hard to, like, not 
not let stuff like that affect like my my self-worth and my as an artist is 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 more important of like what i like, like if i make it and it makes me happy yeah. then okay if other people like it then that's a plus because like i worked in retail for a long time and i was a manager at a target store and i hated life and i hated it and i would come yeah. home from from uh work and i would paint all night and paint yeah. and then that was my like happy place yeah. so i've always kept the attitude that if if i let that get ruined by other people's opinions and whatever then what yeah. what what does that do for me you know yeah. <laughs> so but i understand that that's not so easy for everybody to, to have that attitude though you know how um how does your work translate into tattooing are you able to use some of the same like imagery and stuff and all? so yeah so actually with tattooing I'm learning to do like traditional style, American traditional style tattoos and like Sailor Jerry can, kind of stuff. Yeah, and and I mean I'm trying to keep some aspects of what I do in that. Uh, I can show you if you want to see some of my tattoo yeah. flash. But I've got like super traditional regular stuff like right, tiger right. head, and yeah. I, mean, I feel like there's elements of myself in there, like it's a, yeah, an alligator. Still, but it's a lot of heavy black. It's more fantasy, but it's it's more fantasy, but it's in that traditional style. Yeah, and like heavy, you have to use a lot of black, but there's like a little monster yeah. character that's kind of similar to stuff I do. But then I also do like super traditional stuff, like, uh, oops, like, like this, like, uh, okay, like, yeah, I, I don't yeah, know. For sure. It's pretty like snakes, roses, right. you know, like, so it's, yeah. I, uh, I'm doing, I'm trying to do a little bit of both, keep my, myself, but then also learn, learn how to, I mean, it's been kind of fun learning how to draw and yeah. in a different way, but still keep some of myself in it. Like yeah, how to do traditional rows or how to do like, you know, and right. a swallow or whatever, you know, like, right. yeah, but you know. You're not jumping right into trying to recreate somebody's grandson or something like that. No, no. Like, or like, like this, like a traditional, like, swallow yeah. with a rose like like yeah i'm trying i'm trying to start with the base of like of of you know where it came from like sailor jerry flash and everything and then like right so i'll learn learn that and then add a little bit of myself into it you can skip over the ed hardy and go to something else if you want if you know if you want <laughs> yeah yeah so just it's uh but it's been a cool fun process and fun to kind of draw in a different way than i normally draw like, yeah. but because in a tattoo especially in different type of people's skin you can't yeah. use all the colors that i use like i can't and it might not work as a tattoo like you know what right. i mean like so uh it's just yeah it's, it's cool to be creative and in, in another way gotcha it doesn't have to be the same as my art <laughs> um I, mean, I just had something. Oh, as far as licensing, is there any for tattooing and stuff? Is there any licensing you have to have there? Or? No, no, not at all. Okay. No, just you just yeah. can tattoo it. Like if somebody comes in and wants like Super Mario Brothers character or whatever, you just right. brought up in your well, own. Well, I meant more of like, does the city require anything? Oh, I, I was like with art licensing. I was like, no. Oh, but no, no, uh, not here. No, there's not. No, no. Yeah. Uh, like in the U.S., it's, I didn't even think of that. That you have to have a license for it because. Because in Asia is the wild west, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. in a lot of ways, you don't, it depends on where you are, you don't have to have a license yeah. for stuff like that. You know? And tattooing is kind of like, 
a rebel thing anyways. Not, yeah. Even if you had to have one, I don't think a lot of people would probably do it. Right, right. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, like, of the tattoo artists I know, like, 90%, those are some of the cleanest, like, people in the world. I mean, it's almost like a doctor thing. They, oh, it they, is. Like, that's half of, like, know, learning, like, working at the yeah. shop and stuff most of it what i've been learning like what i focus on i mean some of it's the drawing and learning how to draw for a tattoo and how much black should be in there and how much how what will right. work to keep the tattoo looking good forever but then most of it is all the like sanitary stuff like how to set up the station how to take down the station how to like clean how to use this uh uh how to yeah how to clean everything and how to sterilize everything and you know so yeah yeah but yeah, it's yeah, kind of that way. I think the jailhouse tattoo scene is 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 pretty far gone at this point. Yeah, well, you would think, but uh, there's a whole culture of these young kids who just do stick and poke tattoos on each other oh, wow. and like are order machines off the internet, yeah. off Amazon or whatever, and then just tattoo yeah. like, and, and it's almost like a whole anti-style type right right vibe where like the art is purposely not very good and like there's yeah. a whole culture of this like that's like kind of like hipster-y but yeah, like people covering themselves in like stick and pokes and line bad line tattoos and just doing it in the living room and everything it's kind of wild <laughs> i'm like what do you got like when you you know one day you're gonna be like 40 and being like what why did i cover myself in I mean, but maybe they won't. Maybe they'll love it. Who knows? But you know. yeah, who knows? <laughs> I, I shouldn't be too judgmental about it. But for me, I, I feel a little bit weird about that. <laughs> was your first tattoo um, an actual in an actual shop, or was it a buddy? It was in a shop. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was in a shop. Yeah, I got it when I was eighteen. Uh, right, right after my mom. My mom actually, my mom passed away when I was eighteen from her uh, alcoholism, and uh, I got. Yeah. She always, always really against me getting tattoos. She never wanted me to get tattoos. She let me dye my hair and be dressed punk and whatever, but she never right. wanted me to get tattoos. But I always wanted to get them anyways. I knew I was going to get them. But I, when she passed away, I actually, uh, I was straight edge until I was 26. Not like, oh, okay. not like hard, not like, you know, or 24, I was 24, I think. But I, I wasn't okay. like militant or something like i've sang right, in right. punk bands with like a hardcore band with all my friends drank and just whatever but yeah. I just was a personal thing because of how i grew up and yeah so i went sense. when she passed away i went kind of crazy and i got poison free tattooed across my chest <laughs> which in hindsight wasn't probably the best idea well, we were talking about that earlier you know when you're when you're 18 what you what you want yeah. and uh yeah when i turned 24 I, I i just kind of at that point was like I don't, I want to see what the big deal is. Why is it? I feel like I'm old enough now that I can do it yeah. and it's not going to take control of my life. And I, yeah. so then I started drinking and I got the tattoo covered up. I got that tattoo covered up, uh, with a big old giant chest tattoo. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, that was my first tattoo, <laughs> a big straight edge tattoo. So. Yeah. I, uh, one of my, well, actually one of my first interviews was, uh, Chris Jacobson and he was straight edge and he has quite a few, you know random x's on his arm yeah i've got stuff uh, like here on my wrist i've got three yeah, x's yeah. straight tattoo yeah. which even now <laughs> i don't care like i don't regret it is i can look at it now and that was like a big part of my being for like since i was well, from 13 on you know i was 
growing up in Syracuse, like I, I got into straight edge hardcore yeah. bands and stuff. And that was a part of, part of who I was. And, you know, actually I think yeah. it saved me. I'm glad I didn't start drinking as a, as a young kid. Well, that's runs in my family, say, you know, I, I know I also have friends that have died of heroin and stuff like that same. because they started, you know, started at that age, that same age where you were starting straight edge, they were starting Drugs. just going off completely off the far end. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things that is like, well, maybe there should have been more straight edge punks out there. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I mean, I've, I actually have way too, in graffiti culture, especially there's a lot oh. of drug use and stuff. So yeah. I have probably nine friends who died from heroin and it's a terrible thing. Addiction is yeah. a terrible thing, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that, in that way, I'm glad that I was straight edge as a kid because uh, also my, my younger sister, she's struggled with addiction her, her sense, you know, cause yeah. she kind of, went down that same path as our parents did and for me yeah. i tried to like learn from their mistakes so i'm yeah. glad i'm glad that I, I was straight edge as a kid you know but and now i can drink and i and i can i'll have i'll like go out with friends and have some drinks or whatever i don't like drink right. every day you know yeah. yeah so yeah and it's been really fun it's been a cool interview yeah um i uh i'm glad i reached out to you i wasn't exactly sure you know because sometimes sometimes people uh are uh, quite busy we'll just put it that way sure and yeah so yeah I was, yeah i was i was glad you accepted that yeah for sure man it's been um, awesome i'm always open to, and, to chat and talk yeah i'm glad to hear you've you've actually even watched an interview or two yeah i have yeah man i, I watched a couple of them it's cool yeah it's nice man nice it's man. cool good luck with your well, uh, your endeavors and 